VC Weekly after a long break. Uh, we're back. Uh, I'm your host, Scott Prios, and with me as usual, I have my sports reporter, Jacob Urich. How's it going, Jacob? It's going pretty good. The weather's uh, gotten a lot nicer, so how about yourself? Not too bad. Uh, definitely baseball season nowadays, um, and that's going to be our new topic for these final few weeks of the school year, uh, covering uh, NVC baseball and softball. Uh, today, we will be covering the baseball side of it. Um, we'll start with your Illinois State Redbirds. Um, hasn't been a great season for them so far. Um, sitting at 10 and 17 overall, two and seven in Missouri Valley Conference play. Um, they just lack a lot of consistency. This team does. Um, you have two guys batting over 300 right now in Shaden Kubo and Adrian Flores, who have just been really awesome for this team so far this year. And then you start to fall off a little bit. Luke Lawrence is your next closest, but it's relatively balanced. It's just, you're struggling to find consistencies both offensively and in your pitching staff. Um, the pitching staff, I mean, you have Derek Salata there, 2-5 uh, ERA. Um, he has a 2-3 and three record, though, with that ERA. And then you have Elijah Dale, who, despite the ERA of 4.12, I think has been really solid this year uh, for this team. And then you kind of start to fall off a little bit there. But, um, yeah, I mean, this team, it's just you're struggling to find consistency from every position, and that's it's showing in conference play where they sit just 2-7. and seven. Yeah, their offensive numbers just aren't there right now. Uh, and – we're deep into the season. They're ninth in batting average, eighth in runs scored, eighth in hits. They're tied for last in home runs, last in walks. They do have the third least strikeouts and their first uh, in stolen bases. But as you can see, it just hasn't really uh, attributed to runs. Um, you mentioned their pitching. Salada, of course, has been amazing, but they're eighth in ERA. Um, they've allowed the uh, have allowed 103 extra base hits, which is the most in the MVC, and they've allowed the third most runs. Um, you mentioned they've got two players batting over 300, uh, but I'd say Daniel Pacell has probably been their mo uh, their best run producer with 24 yeah. RBIs, eight home runs. Um, yeah, it just it does come back to consistency. They just haven't other like other than Salada, they've they haven't really had any pitching uh, that's been able to back him up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I it and also just uh, suck for them. I don't know how much it really plays into it, but with the amount of games they have that have been canceled, uh, who knows how much that really? I think it's it's been five or six. I I don't remember how many games they've had canceled. They, they've had. Uh, it's, I think it, yeah, yeah, I think it's five or six. I couldn't tell you right off the top of my head, but it's been a lot, and it's just at bad times too. Yeah. Like, They've gotten the entire series against Eastern Illinois canceled. You had a game at Western canceled. The final game against Nebraska canceled. Um, and I think there's one or two more in there mixed in. But, yeah, I mean, when you have – luckily, I think we're starting to hit maybe the weather where you're starting to get cleared up a little bit. You don't have to worry about the cold. Now it's just the rain. Yeah. So a lot of these stats, I mean, take with a grain of salt. It could be better, could be worse because of those five or six games. But, yeah, I think with this, just on both sides, like you said, just consistency and – I mean, they're running out of time. They, they've they won four of their last 13, so just not a good stretch right now. They're last in the NBC. So they, they face 16 and 17 Murray State this weekend. Um, not an easy matchup, but definitely winnable games. Yeah, definitely. Um, one thing I do want to talk about, uh, Jason Hibbard has really been coming on for them a little bit. Uh, three out of his last four outings, in my opinion, have been really solid. You have the outing against Nebraska. It was a loss, but he goes three point. Uh, two innings just allows one run um 
one hit, uh, two walks there, and he struck out three. Then there was that bump in the road against Nebraska, or against Belmont, I'm sorry, where he did get the win, but uh, seven hits, four runs there. And then these last two outings, Missouri State, seven innings, uh, two hits allowed. He faced the minimum. He was actually perfect through 13 outs, I think is what it was, and then he allowed his first hit, but then a double play immediately after. So, yeah, he did face the minimum. Um so he's not striking a whole lot of guys out, but he's giving the defense a chance to make plays, and that's what they're going to need. They need this guy who can back up um, Salada so far this year because even though that loss to Indiana State, I mean, seven innings, six hits, three runs against a team like Indiana State is a really solid outing. So they're going to need him to continue doing what he's doing, but I think your biggest thing at this point is you need to be able to produce runs because when you have a pitcher who has a 2-5 ERA, uh, but he's just 2-3 and three on the year, it's not a great sign. Um. But, yeah, I mean, this team, like we keep saying it over and over again, consistency is going to be the key. Um, like I said, specifically on the offensive end, it's going to be interesting to see what they can do again, um, starting with the series at home against Murray State this coming weekend. Um, I think that's it for the Redbirds. Uh, we'll switch over, talk about the team that is tied for the top of the Missouri Valley Conference right now, the Indiana State Sycamores, um, coming off of a sweep, actually, of the Redbirds that we just talked about. Um, they have two players over 300, much like the Redbirds. But um, the RBI numbers between these guys are just a lot more balanced. Um, Mike Sears leads the team with 28, but you still have uh, one other guy above 20, and then you have five more guys all in double digits. So they're producing runs, and they're balanced in how they are producing those runs. Um, Mike Sears with that 591 slug percentage is a number that's really nice to see um, to go with his OBP. So now he's over 900 there. Um, This offense is a lot different than what you're seeing in the Redbirds. You're getting on base and you're producing the runs when it when you get there because you look at Illinois State and they leave a lot of runners on base and Indiana State hasn't struggled quite as much with that this year. Yeah, you mentioned how they're walking. Oh, one stat that I did find, they're first in hit by pitch. They have 55, which is 20 more than uh, the second place team. So found that to be uh, quite interesting to say the least. Uh, they're second in strikeout, so again, just uh, adds to those walks. Uh, fourth in home runs, fifth in RBI, sixth in hits. So kind of like middle of the pack right now, batting two fifty eight. Uh, yeah, their rotation, though, has been really good. Uh, they have a collective ERA of 4.96, which is third. They're fifth in strikeouts and hits allowed. They've allowed the least runs at 151, and they uh, issue the fourth uh least walks um they've been really really good lately uh they won 11 out of the last 12 uh earlier in their year they lost seven straight so just another kind of a bounce back for them uh they're playing their best baseball right now uh and and it's it's kind of at the time where you want to be so with both sides of uh the ball just being consistent like we talked about uh they're just in a really good spot right now yeah, definitely. One thing I do want to touch on with their pitching, um, their starters have been decent, nothing crazy. Uh, Matt Jacek, um, 3.74 ERA, um, but their bullpen is one of the things that's really standing out to me. Uh, Cameron Holy Cross, a .4 ERA in 22.1 innings pitched. Um, he's faced 74 batters and just allows a 200 batting average. And then Lane Miller and Jared Spencer along there as well, 211 and 221 respectively for batting average. And both of them, uh, Jared Spencer is just above the three ERA mark, and then they're both over 20 innings pitched as well. So maybe those guys, you have two guys getting a lot of innings pitched, and then some of these other guys right around the 20 innings pitched mark so far this year have been really solid for them. And when you have, when you can confidently bring guys out of the bullpen to 
slow down any offense that somebody might have or just continue to shut down the offense if your starter runs out of gas. Um, that's a big thing, and that's how you're going to be able to win a conference, and that's the recipe that Indiana State has used up to this point. Uh, we'll shift over to the team that's tied with the Sycamores at the top of the Missouri Valley Conference, the Southern Illinois Salukis, um, currently sitting at 8-1 and one in Missouri Valley Conference play, 20-13 and 13, uh, overall. Um, their offense is uh, definitely up there. Um, they got four guys batting over 300 right now, the leader of that, Nathan Bandy, Betting an incredible 374, an on base percentage of 459, a slug of 565, and all that's going to add up to about an 1100, um, or I'm sorry, just over a 1000 uh, OBP or OPS. I'm sorry, uh, if I'm doing my math right off the top of my head. Um, Pierre Oliver Boucher, um, also just over a thousand. Uh, Cole Christman, over 1100 there. So, I mean, these guys are getting on base and they are hitting the wall hard. Uh, every single game, and when you have an offense like this, you're going to be a tough team to beat. Yeah, I mean, like you mentioned, uh, with OPS collectively, they're first in the NBC, first in batting average, first in runs uh, produced, first in hits, first in home runs, they're fourth in walks, uh, ninth in strikeouts, and third in uh, stolen bases. Uh, kind of the one thing to look out for a little bit, though, is their pitching. It, it's been pre- it's been kind of shaky. Uh, they have a 5.56 ERA on the year. Uh, they've issued... Uh, sixth most strikeouts uh i'd say the most concerning thing is they've issued the second most walks at 143 and they've hit 45 of those batters uh and they have 25 wild pitches so kind of an all-around pitching staff but when you have an offense like this which is by far the best in the mvc uh it's going to win you games so as long as the pitching staff can uh limit damage to three or four runs uh I mean, this offense is clearly capable of uh, winning games on their own. Yeah, this is one of the things I love about the game of baseball. You have the Sycamores, who, while their offense is decent, it's their pitching that really wins some games. And then you have the other side of the uh, the table there where Southern Illinois, their pitching's not great, um, to say the least. I mean, you have your best, best ERA for somebody with at least – 10 innings pitched is a 3-2-4 there for Jake Combs. And you got 4-3-2, 4-6-7. You have a 3-8-6 in there. Um, but it's their offense, like you said, that's really getting them, uh, winning them games. And I think that's one of the things that, like I said, that I really like about baseball is you can have such a different ways to win games. And it'll be an interesting um, – I'm not sure – I haven't looked exactly uh, when these two teams would match up between Southern Illinois and Indiana State. Um, actually, it's – Next weekend, uh, April 21st through 23rd, that'll be a really interesting series there. That's at uh, Terry Hot, Indiana. Um, it'll be interesting to see how those two teams match up. Uh, can the Sycamore's pitching staff slow down the Saluki's offense? Um, the last team we want to talk about, uh, the team currently sitting uh, tied for third in the Missouri Valley Conference along with the Evansville Purple Aces and the Missouri State Bears, uh, the Belmont Bruins. Um, sitting five and four in conference play, and then nineteen and fifteen overall. Um, their offense uh, kind of similar to uh, Indiana State in terms of not a huge amount, but you're having a balanced attack of how you're going to score those runs. Uh, you have twenty five and twenty six RBIs from Blake Barton and Mason Landers uh, respectively, and then you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven more guys in double digits uh, in RBIs there. So. Um, it's another one of those situations where you're getting on base and you're having guys scores that way. Um, their pitching staff, um, kind of up and down. It's similar to um, 
Indiana State, like I was saying, where your starters are getting decent outings. Uh, Andy Bean with a 3-4-8, and then Dominic Barada with a 4-5. But then out of the bullpen, you have Simon Tesh uh, with a 1-3-3 and Ethan Harden with a 1-4-4 ERA there. So they're very similar to uh, Indiana State in a lot of ways in terms of a balanced offensive attack, nothing too crazy. And then your bullpen's what what's winning you a lot of games. Yeah, they, they've been really good lately. Uh, granted, they have lost three out of their last four, but they've won 11 of their last 15 uh, but it, uh, like you said, uh, kind of like Indiana State, they, they have the best ERA uh, as a staff in uh, the MVC. They're third in strikeouts. They've given up the fourth most hits, uh, but they've given up the least uh, earned runs. Uh, one thing, again, that's a little uh, worrisome, but maybe not too. Uh, they're third in errors in the MVC, so that could be something to look out for to see if that defense uh, can hold up. Uh, but, yeah, their offense, they've got the uh, – 10th worst batting average in the MVC, 6th in runs scored and walks, 7th in home runs, 5th in hits, 2nd in stolen bases. So the offense just hasn't completely been there. But, when you, again, it's just vice versa with some of these other teams. When you have a staff that's able to uh, close the door on some teams, granted, when they take on uh, Southern, it's going to be really hard. They, I think they play – they don't play to close out the year. I think it's the, their second-to-last matchup, uh, which is uh, – or could be wrong on that, actually. Um, I am wrong on that. Uh, but still, uh, it's going to be hard for them to contain this Southern Illinois uh, offense like most teams. So it's going to be really interesting to see if the offense uh, can step up to levels that they're not really pretty to. Yeah, definitely. Um, Missouri Valley Conference is definitely looking a little uh... – a little wild here. I mean, you have the two teams, Indiana State and Southern Illinois, kind of separating themselves at the top. But then, I mean, from third place all the way down to um, tenth there, Illinois State, I mean, you have a three-game difference there. So, I mean, still a lot of season left to be played here. A lot can switch. But I think Indiana State and Southern Illinois are definitely separating themselves early. Um, the last thing we want to talk about today, um, the Redbird baseball t- or softball team, I'm sorry, uh, currently sitting at 21-17. and 17. Uh, They've won – 11 of their last 13 games, um, and they're sitting at 11-3 and in Missouri Valley Conference play. Um, they've been really solid this year. Uh, they went 1-2 and two against Missouri State um, this past weekend. Uh, tough losses there. Uh, close game against them Saturday, and then they were kind of stifled uh, Sunday. But uh, Hannah Ross has been awesome for them in the circle. Um, we saw that again last night when they won 10-2 in five innings. Um but this team's really starting to find its consistency. Early in the year, uh, we had talked about how kind of both baseball and softball needed to find this consistency, and I think softball has figured it out. Uh, maybe it took some time under Tina Kramos, even though she was with the staff, just to get rolling. But, I mean, you're scoring a lot of runs, and you're shutting down teams. You have three, four, four shutouts already in conference play, which is a really good number to have um, through just 14 games. So this team is really starting to figure things out, 21-17. and 17. There's still a decent amount of uh, regular season softball left to be played, but I think they're heading in the right direction right now for sure. Yeah, I mean, you have the core three. I remember I've talked about it uh, earlier uh, in the year about uh, Emmy Olsen, Delaney Bryant, Abby Knight. Like Those are just the core three of their offense. Uh, granted, Chloe Jefferson has been really good uh, this year, five home runs, 12 RBIs. And then, yeah, you mentioned the pitching staff with Ross. So, again, just really hitting their stride. But there's still a lot of games uh, left. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that's it from us today. Anything else from you, Jacob? I think I'm good. 
All right. So in the meantime, uh, make sure to follow us along on our Twitter account at the underscore vedette and at, at viddy underscore sports. And we will see you guys next week.